0: Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Mindfulness Hub. We are one week away from the new year, and today we are celebrating Christmas! It's the most wonderful time of the year! Personally, I love this season, even as a kid. For those like me who are spending this important day far from your families, I'm sending you a big hug, many blessings, and peace. How are you feeling today? Thanks to every listener from the 31 different countries who joins this beautiful space called the Mindfulness Hub. Thank you for being part of our mindful tribe, for being here, and for supporting this project. Our hub was created for sharing mindfulness topics that will improve your lifestyle, boost your mood, give you a space to relax, and of course, reconnect with your inner peace. If this is your first time here, then welcome to this curated space for unwinding, distressing and reconnecting with ourselves. My name is Aileen Perez and this is the Mindfulness Hub. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share and message. Feel free to reach me via email aileen.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. And mention any mindfulness topic you'd like me to discuss in the upcoming episodes. I named today's episode, The Way You Talk Yourself Matters, because it matters. How many times we select the right words for communicating with others nicely. But when it comes to ourselves, we are so cruel and negative. If this sounds familiar to you, no worries. This episode is dedicated to rewiring the way we talk to ourselves because it plays a key role in achieving goals, strengthening our self-esteem and self-love, finding inner peace, and of course, stop sabotaging our happiness. I had the chance to be a guest in MUG show at QBS radio station a couple days ago. The host, Ahmed Shaheen, and I had a great talk that went from mindfulness and meditation to skydiving, freediving, and many other great topics. One of the points we were discussing was the power of the mind and how building new habits may be quite challenging in the beginning until they become a normal part of our lives. The example we gave was how to shift from a poor breathing pattern to an abdominal one and how to embrace the change understanding that the energy and commitment were towards a positive outcome. As you know, poor breathing patterns not only restrict our breathing capacity, but also our energy levels and even compromise both nervous and immune system. Well, we ended up concluding that the continuous repetition of a pattern will make it be somehow automatic until we start creating awareness of it questioning it, and finally taking action to replace it. The same thing happens with the way we talk to ourselves. The more we use unkind words or give space to the negative self-talk, the more it will become automatic, and the more we will believe it is true, even if it's not. How many times have you hesitated so much about your potential that you end up sabotaging an upcoming project, an important event, or anything that was very relevant for you. I must confess this happened to me so many times. And now that I look back, I understand that the more we criticize ourselves and pick on the potential mistakes, the higher the chance to attract failure. It will always be a law of attraction. If you believe you're not capable of something, God, the universe, the collective and all your surroundings will make sure that things happen. So you keep believing in such negative statements until we decide to step out of that self-doubt matrix, start replacing the limiting beliefs with positive affirmations and understand that there is no such thing as the perfect moment for doing something because one, The concept of perfection is very idealistic. And two, we create the right moment for us. I'm sure many of you are feeling identified with the situation that doesn't only apply for career or job goals. It also happens in other areas of our lives, like the emotional or spiritual aspects. Let me tell you one thing. I was so scared of beginning this podcast because I thought no one was going to listen to it. And the negative thoughts became a series of limiting beliefs, like, what if my voice is unpleasant? What if the topics I select are not interesting enough? What if I am not providing any useful tools to my audience? And way other what ifs that somehow delay the start of this beautiful project. Until one day I had a serious talk to myself and decided to understand the root of my procrastination. I finally understood that my fear of making mistakes and failing was pretty associated with a feeling of unworthiness. And this has been one of the biggest issues I had to heal as I was carrying it through my entire life. Associating the concept of perfection with how worthy you are, especially as a child, can have big imprints in our adulthood if we don't bring compassion to it. So every time I was feeling I could fail in something that was important for me, I'd rather delay the start, waiting for the right moment, allowing the idea of you are not enough or you will never be enough to win. I did a lot of work for healing my inner child, for rewiring my mind, and most important, fixing the way I talk to myself. Something that worked a lot for me was repeating daily affirmations, giving a special place in my meditations to my inner child, and even finding the best approach to deal with those challenges that represented some sort of fear, like recording my voice. And I am grateful for this podcast because it taught me that we create our right moments, And the more we believe in ourselves, step by step, little by little, every single day with no exception, the more we can make our dreams and goals become reality. Something that I learned recently was showing up for myself always, despite the many obstacles that make us hesitate about our potential, our goals and our dreams. There are two things that I would suggest trying. NLP techniques and affirmations. NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, is an approach that focuses on how you communicate with yourself and others, and how this affects your behaviors and behavior outcomes. NLP is a model that helps you influence thoughts, feelings and behaviors in yourself and others. This empowering use of language is supposed to help you change unwanted habits and limiting beliefs, improve relationships, and achieve goals efficiently. NLP is also based on the belief that you can model other people's behaviors and therefore their outcomes. Indeed, NLP underscores the importance of mastering higher self-awareness methods to spot patterns, thoughts, and assumptions that can be preventing you from finding happiness in your life. The technique I would share with you today is called the SWISH method, and it emphasizes the severely limiting effect of negative thoughts. The goal of the SWISH method is to identify mental and emotional triggers of negativity and replace them with an ideal response. When using the SWISH technique, you don't have to take any action. But become aware of the alternatives available. You thereby train your brain to set off a happier mode whenever negative thoughts and emotions begin to overpower you. Now, how to use the Swish NLP technique? Let me sum it up in four steps. First, identify the feeling that triggers anxiety. Example, You may be anxious about presenting a project at work or a sport performance, even though you've done your best to prepare for it. In this case, the trigger feeling will be nervousness. Second, know how your mind and body react to such feeling. For example, shortness of breath, stomach aches, you name it. Create a visual image of the context in which this happens. For example, as you walk into the office room or the field. Third, think about how you would ideally like to respond as you physically enter the context in which the negative thoughts take place. For example, confident, well-prepared, optimistic, in between others. Fourth, this is called the replacement thoughts. In your mind, Visualize the negative state and place a replacement thought over it. Make sure it appears bigger, stronger, and more vibrant, while making the negative emotion appear smaller, in black and white, or blurry. As it happens with all the other NLP techniques, you need to practice the swish method a few times to ensure the replacement thought becomes the default response. So, do it at least five times and speed up the visualization with each round. To check for effectiveness, evoke the trigger thought or feeling and its context and see how you feel about it. Let's go now to affirmations. Have you heard about them before? Affirmations are positive statements used to encourage yourself and boost self-esteem. You can use affirmations to defy negative thoughts, help overcome anxiety, and to increase self-love. So, how do affirmations work? Well, as a type of positive self-talk, affirmations can help you alter subconscious thoughts. Repeating a supportive, encouraging phrase gives it power, since hearing something often makes it more likely you'll believe it. In turn, your belief makes it more likely you'll act in ways that you make your affirmation become reality. For me, the first person that comes to my mind when I hear about affirmations is Louise Hay. Her story is not only inspiring, but an example of resilience, commitment, and how powerful our mind is. Well... Louise was able to put her philosophies into practice when she was diagnosed with cancer. She considered the alternatives to surgery and drugs and instead developed an intensive program of affirmations, visualization, nutritional cleansing, and psychotherapy. Within six months, she was completely healed of cancer. I know it is fascinating, both her journey and how our mind plays a major role in healing the body. Yes, Louise Hay dedicated her life to teaching people how to live a positive and empowered life, often with the aid of positive statements and beliefs, which she called affirmations, our beloved affirmations. And one more thing, Louise taught that your point of power is always in the present moment where you plant the mental seeds for creating new experiences. I have one of her books called Heal Your Mind, written together with Mona Lisa Schulz, a medical intuitive doctor. Honestly, this is one of my favorite books because it challenges the way conventional medicine deals with health and disease. Louise Hay and Mona Lisa Schulz have a unique and holistic approach to healing, showing us how emotional and psychological problems can be transformed into physical ailments when they're not addressed and even ignored. If you have the chance to get this book, go for it. You'll thank me later. Let's finish today's episode with a guided meditation. Find yourself in a comfortable position. It could be sitting down or lying down. And if your mind is wondering, don't worry. Shift all your attention to your breathing. Feel your inhalations and exhalations. Feel the texture and temperature of the air that comes through your nose. Feel the path of this air that enters to your body, reaches your lungs, and then comes back. Let's go more into detail by feeling the gentle air touching the corners of your nostrils. Your abdomen expanding during the inhalation and contracting during the exhalation. Relax the muscles from your jaw, neck and shoulders. Leave the worries aside. And take this moment to reconnect with your inner peace. Start feeling your body from head to toes. Feel your head, face, neck, shoulders, arms, hands, chest, back, abdomen, hips, legs, knees, and feet. Take a deep breath and repeat the following affirmation. I can do anything I set my mind to. Two more times. Take a deep breath. I can do anything I set my mind to. One last time. Take a deep breath. I can do anything I set my mind to. Before we finish, let me remind you that registrations are open for my 2023 Ladies Only Yoga and Wellness retreat. Name Ethereal Journey, crafted with love, dedication, and lots of healing energy. You can find the booking link plus all the details and information on my Instagram profile. The dates are May 8th till 12th, 2023 in Menorca, Spain. I have limited slots available plus don't miss that early bird discount available until December 31st this year. For more information, don't hesitate in sending an email or DM me via Instagram. So, we have reached the end of episode 15. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and message. Once again, feel free to reach me via email, aline.yoga at gmail.com or through Instagram at aileen underscore yoga. And most important Give yourself the chance to unwind in the mindfulness hub. Have a great day ahead. I'll be with you next episode.